Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Docs Sportscast this morning. So Aurora and I are here. We are going to be um, talking about you know some various things going on in the NFL. Um, at this point, as many of you know, um, and you, I mean you can't really miss the headlines at this point, is um, everything that has been going on with... Um, it is it is something that um, you know as far as like the things that's going on with Brian Flores. I mean, you can't not hear that about that right now. Um, it's really kind of overshadowed some other things going on. Uh, there's a couple things like the Commanders, uh, Washington Football Team's uh, new name. Um, you know, Tom Brady's uh, announcement. Like that's kind of been like you know people aren't really focused on that right now. Like ESPN's talking more about the Brian Flores thing when usually they would do like a whole day's honorary shrine or whatever of, of tom brady so um interesting to see how kind of some of that stuff's playing out um but uh yeah before we jump into this we'll mention aurora and i are official travel agents specializing in disney universal world caribbean carnival cruise line sandals resorts sea world so feel free to reach out to us uh book your next set of magical memories we're here to help uh absolutely free service um you know travel companies and hotels things like that they have a commission fee into all of their charges so um you know, if you're going to be uh, spending the money to them anyway, uh, why not help out me and Aurora? You know, I can always give her some more treats and some uh, some more sweaters and stuff for winter. Uh, if you guys want to come and book through us, we would appreciate it. Anyway, with that being said, we'll go ahead and jump right into this. First off, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to give some thoughts here. So um, great games, great games with uh, the Chiefs and the Bengals and then the Niners and the Rams. Um, you know, a lot of people... Uh, we're very excited. Had you know, really enjoyed those games, and I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, I think this postseason has been one of the best postseasons in NFL history, probably. Um, you know, it, it definitely the best in my lifetime. But uh, you look at the the teams, and you know, the Rams. They want they won through a tough game. I mean, they they, they weren't playing their best by any means, um, but they won through a tough game. Um, you know, the Bengals. Uh, defense won that game in the second half. Um, that's what really happened. You know, I know people want to talk about Joe Burrow and the offense and all this stuff. Well, the offense, like, did what they were supposed to do, right? The defense is what happened that was different. The defense is what changed that game is the defense was able to come in and, and really get under Patrick Holmes' skins and, and stop him. So um, that's been the big thing when it comes to this, you know, throughout the whole playoffs, okay? And you look at it, like, the the – the Rams will be the first scary defense that the Bengals are playing this entire postseason. Um, you know, the Raiders uh, arguably weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs. Um, you know, people counted them out. Um, you look at the uh, Tennessee Titans, and, you know, that was an offensive-minded team as well. Um, you know, defense was not top of the league by any means, and they really carved them up. And then, you know, you got the Kansas City Chiefs. So their defense is... It never been their strong suit. It's always been the offense, right? So they play offensively focused teams, offensively strong teams. Um, again, this is the first really good defense. You know, Von Miller and Aaron Donald are going to sit in that backfield on Joe Burrow. Um, you know, I, don't get me wrong. I love both teams. I would like to see either team win because on the Rams side of things, I'm rooting for Matt Stafford. I'd love to see him get that shot. Um, on the Bengals side of things, 
I mean, they've, they've had some horrible seasons over the last, you know, 10-plus years, so I would love to see them do well. Also, I've got friends that are Bengals fans that have went through these horrible, dreaded years of theirs. And so, yeah, of course, I would like to see them win too. So I'm rooting for both teams. I just want it to be a really good game. Um, but I really think that um, that defense is going to get after Joe Burrow. Uh, it was clear throughout this whole postseason that that offensive line needs work. And, yes, I know everybody's saying Jamar Chase, he was the right pick, all this stuff, because they're winning. But if they lose in this game and he gets sacked, five times, nine times, ten times, whatever it is, you know, people should question that because I'm still questioning it. I'm still not confirmed if Jamar Chase was the right decision because Joe Burrow was one of the most sacked quarterbacks all year. He's been hit over and over in this postseason, and at some point that will get to you, um, you know, either mentally or physically, and uh, I'm just really concerned about that. So I hope it's a good game. Um, after these great games that we've had throughout the whole postseason, why would we get a letdown for the Super Bowl, right? Why would the football gods do that to us? Hopefully they do not. Um, that would be fantastic. Um, if it's another great game and probably the best postseason of all time in NFL history um, if that happens. Okay, if this is like a three to six point game at the end of it all, I mean, that would be great. So um, we're going to just mention real quick, no, Jim Harbaugh is not leaving, um, not leaving the University of Minnesota. He is coming back to coach there as the head coach again for one more year. Um, this is something that, you know, people were kind of surprised by because, you know, he had he had flown out for an interview in Michigan or um in Minnesota and everything. I don't know why people are really surprised by this. I mean, Harbaugh, yeah, he 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 probably wants to get back in the NFL, but he's a guy that is going to try and make the right decision. And for him, he's been to a place where he had success and then things dropped off, right? And, you know, he wants something that is going to be consistent. He's going to want a contender. I mean, he's been there. He's been to the Super Bowl before playing against his brother. I mean, this is a guy that knows where things are going. So if this tells you anything about Minnesota – and how you can expect their season to be next year, it does. It didn't look good from him evaluating it, my opinion. It didn't look good from him evaluating it. It wasn't going to be a great decision for him. He's going to take something that he wants to be there the rest of his career. Michigan's, Michigan is a place that he can stay the rest of his career if he wants, and he's not going to leave for an NFL team that's not going to be less than that, okay? Or that's going to be less than that, sorry. So um, next, the Commanders, Washington Commanders. Um their team name has been announced. Uh, it's kind of announced the day before, um, accidentally by someone. But uh, yeah, so um, it's a interesting name. I don't necessarily like it. I don't like the name, the Commanders. I whatever. I I just don't. Um, you know, to me, it, it it's just not a great fitting name, and I think it's going to take a lot of time to grow on people because I just don't. I don't like it. I don't think it's good. But whatever. Anyway, if you look at um, you look at you know the uniforms, the uniforms are great. I I, I like the logos. Um, I think it's going to look real sharp, nice, um, clean uniform. So that's something that the fans can you know be excited for. Is uh, good uniforms out there? Uh, helmets look nice. Yeah, but that's really it. Um, other than that, I mean, this team is still the same team. You know, a name is not going to change the team overnight. They still got a lot of holes to fill. Uh, yeah, but they're they're going in the right direction. So that's that's at least you know one exciting exciting thing there. Um, but you know until Snyder's get out of the ownership there, I don't see this organization really changing. Um, yeah, the team might have some good years here and there, but the organization is not. It's just not run well. So yeah. Anyway, moving on to the big news, right? 
Brian Flores. Okay, he's suing the NFL and three teams: uh, Denver Broncos, New York Giants, and uh, Miami Dolphins. Okay, he's come out with a class action lawsuit. Uh, class action lawsuit means that you know if this goes to become a class action lawsuit, that would mean that someone else is um, that that would mean that other people can jump into this, right, and help uh, kind of bolster it. You know, similar to like what happened with Deshaun Watson and how you know other women are coming forward and that type of thing. So um, that's kind of the situation. He wants other people to come and kind of rally with him uh, in this. Um, and he's suing for discrimination, okay, racist discrimination um, in hiring practices for these teams. I, I don't know on what grounds. That's kind of the thing here. Um, I'm not really sure on what grounds. I mean, yes, if you want to look at it through a filter or a lens or you want to look at it a certain way, you can think that that's what it is. But there's plenty of reasons that this wouldn't be discrimination. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, it's not saying that he doesn't have a reason to sue. He does. He absolutely does. But I don't see how it's for discrimination and so first you know he says an interview from some teams was only because of the Rooney rule okay the Rooney rule means you must interview a diverse pool of candidates okay meaning that there's going to be a black coach that is going to be a candidate interviewed for the position right this is what everybody wanted you know back in the day when this was implemented right this is what people wanted this was a, a, an answer to make sure that they got that you know black coaches got opportunities right so great um you know, that, that's great, and what does that, you know, that's a great first step, right? It's a great first step in the right direction. There's other things that need to be changed, and that's what needs to be looked at here is hiring practices and how, how they're doing it, how teams are doing it. Um, ultimately, at the end of the day, there's things you're not going to be able to change, and there's things you're not going to be able to fix. You can't force an owner to hire a certain coach. You can't force a general manager to hire a certain coach. You can't you can't force anyone to hire anyone that they don't want to hire at the end of the day. Um, and and as the world progresses, as we become more diverse, as racism you know leaves the country more as time goes on, this will naturally get fixed. But I get it. People want to push things forward and and help evolve quicker, and I, that's great. Um, but what does the Rooney Rule lead to? Okay. Yes, it's a good step in the right direction, but what the Rooney Rule has led to is what is now coming out with Brian Flores. Now, a black coach will be interviewed for each opening because he has to be. Okay, it's the Rooney Rule. That is that is the rule that the NFL has to follow. Okay, this is what everyone wanted implemented, right, to fix the solution back in the day. Rules need to be changed and adapted, and I think this needs to be changed and adapted as well because now people are not happy with, oh, well, they're getting a shot, but it's not really a shot. Okay, well, wh what do you want? What else do you want? Because we need to figure out what you want. And outside of forcing someone to hire a coach that they don't want to hire, I mean, come up with something and tell me. Give me an option. Uh, but people are getting upset by this when I, I can't think of a better solution. I mean, I, if there's one out there, please tell me. I mean, I'm probably just not thinking of one. But um, right now, I mean, that to me, that's a good step in the first in a good first step in the right direction again, right? But what is it doing? Okay, so he was interviewed for this opening, drawing media to it. Okay, so and that's the big thing. The media wants to you know jump on every time a coach has an interview, but when it's an African American coach getting interviewed for a head coach position, it gets more media and it gets more press. Okay, because everybody wants to support this initiative, right? They they want to support diversity in the NFL and all this stuff. And what happens is the media in doing so is creating more pressure. It's drawing more attention to it, right? Which creates more pressure, more pride in it, 
um, a bigger stake in it ultimately. And Flores says his interview at the Giants was a sham and that the Denver leadership was hungover. Okay. Now, I don't know. I wasn't in those discussions. I wasn't in those meetings. Nope. I mean, nobody knows except for the people that was there. But um, the Giants was a supposed sham because of Bill Belichick. Okay, because Bill Belichick sent a text to him saying, oh, congrats, I think you got the position. Oh, no, sorry, it's the other guy. And this is before he actually interviewed, right? Well, Brian Flores didn't have an issue when he was getting a text saying, hey, we think you are our guy. Because there were other people still being interviewed, too, outside of just Brian Flores. He didn't have an issue with those other people being interviewed, and, you know, they had already picked him. He was fine with that. After he got the text of saying, oh, no, it's some other guy. Sorry about that. Now he's like, oh, you're wasting my time with an interview. This is stupid. Okay. Welcome to everyday life. This is an everyday thing. I've had the same situation many times where I've had interviews with companies that were pointless interviews. They were interviews and, and people have legitimately told me at the end of it, at the end of the interview, that you know we are we are going to go in another direction. We have somebody else um, in mind already in the organization, so we're going to move forward there. But thank you for your time. Like literally, people have told me that we had somebody else already, but we interviewed you. Companies have plenty of policies. Okay, they have plenty of policies in place that you know whether it's uh, diversity culturally, whether it's you know gender diversity, you know, whatever it is. Uh, they have many policies in place that says you have to have this many total interviews for certain level positions. You have to have this much, you know, um, diversity in it uh, across, you know, these boxes you have to check or whatever, right? So many companies across the country, across the world, have that in place already. So this is not something that is unpracticed anywhere else. Like, it, it, like this is practiced other places too. That's just kind of what, like, maybe he just hasn't been in the you know, the business world, he hasn't been out in the world outside of football. And he thinks, oh, that's not how this this works. Like, this works like this kind of everywhere. Um, you know, you just have a national media spotlight where you can highlight this, right? Um, and again, I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying he's wrong that there's not an issue with the NFL. I'm not saying there's there's an issue that, you know, discrimination is, is not happening. Yes, it is. I mean, obviously, there should be more black coaches in the NFL. I, I don't know why there aren't. Um, I mean, I, there's some reasons. And over time, like I said, it naturally should end up fixing itself. But we can't just sit and wait on that. We do have to do things about it. I get it. But when you look at it, um, that text and him having a situation, like I've had that situation many a times in interviews before. So someone already being a candidate um, and they still have an interview, somebody already being the coach they want or the position that they're going to hire. They already know who they're going to hire. And they still have to interview other people is very common. It's a very, very common thing in the world today. Um, so it's not just an NFL issue. And again, it doesn't really make it a discriminatory issue because this is a matter of opinion. I, people hire on their opinion. It's based on who they want and who they choose. And you know, there's plenty of times I've been looked over for positions that I had more experience because they like somebody else. There's plenty of times I had less experience and they liked me better, but they went with the person more experienced. So, like, it's a catch-22, really. Like, you know, it happens. But, so this is the first part of this, breaking this down, okay? So, be glad you had a chance to interview. I mean, you got to practice, I guess, um, in the interview. I mean, yeah, it was a waste of your time. I'd be frustrated, too. Um, I get your feelings are hurt. Mine were hurt, too, when those things happened. Um you know, my feelings were hurt as well. Um, you don't sue over hurt feelings or hurt pride. I mean, that's, 
which is what it appears that he's suing over. And, and, you know, I, I just don't understand that. To me, it feels more like, you know, his feelings were hurt, his pride was hurt in the way that this happened because it was a waste of his time. They already had somebody else, which this happens all the time, everywhere, even outside the NFL. So that's, that's the first part of that. To me, I don't know how that's discrimination because there's other people that interviewed after they already knew who they were going to hire. And there's other teams that do that all the time too, where they know, Hey, this first guy we interviewed, we're going to go with him, but we still have to interview other people, whether it's white, female, whatever, they still have to do that. Um, cause they don't just cancel interviews with other people. That just doesn't happen. So, um, you know, that, that's kind of my thought on that one is I don't know how it's discrimination. I don't know how you would sue for that because it's a common practice in the world. Um, when it comes to interviewing and knowing who you want and, you know, still interviewing other people, even though, you know, you're going to hire somebody else. Okay. Also, um, you know, I mean, that, let me ask this. Would he rather have not gotten an interview at all? Like, because that's ultimately what this would have come down to. Would he not, would he have not sued if, you know, he didn't get an interview at all? Because that's what the other thing is. Like, you either get the interview, and which looks good that other teams are interviewing you and talking to you. It looks good to other teams. It helps you possibly have a chance later on in the future or get other teams to interview you too. I, I just don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's it's good that they at least let him interview, even though they knew they were going to go with someone else. I mean, again, this happens all the time everywhere, even when there's no race, you know, there's no racist issue involved. Um, so, yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, also suing, he's also suing because of uh, being paid to lose. Okay, this is another part of this. Now, being paid to lose, this has happened a lot. Okay, this has happened a lot in the NFL. This has happened a lot. This has happened in the NBA. This has happened in many sports, many times. Um, and it still will. This is not something that's going to go away. Okay, Hugh Jackson has come out and said that, you know, he was paid to lose as well when he was coaching. Um, there are white coaches that this has happened to as well. Um, if they don't come out and say it, it's just because they're not willing to. Um, that, but but this has happened in other places as well. Um, this has happened plenty of times. Look at the Philadelphia 76ers when they say, oh, trust the process. What was the process? Lose a bunch of games. Get rid of your good players. Lose a bunch of games. And then, you know, bulk up on a bunch of good players with a few drafts. And then there you go. I mean, it's no different. So everybody was super excited about the process. We saw it. It was in headlines for Philadelphia with the 76ers in the NBA. Nobody threw up any flags. But now he's wanting to sit and throw this out there. Okay. I don't see how this is discrimination either. If you look at it, I don't see how this is discrimination. Ultimately, the owners are your bosses. If you don't do what your bosses say, they fire you. If they tell you to lose games and you don't lose games, they fire you. I mean, that's that's a common thing in the workplace. If you don't do what your boss tells you to do, you're going to lose your job, okay? Regardless of your race. So literally, he's sitting there saying, this is a racist thing. This is discrimination. Um, because I didn't listen to my boss and then he fired me. That What does that have to do with your skin color? I, I don't understand. You know, I do sponsorship sales. I, I do sponsorship sales uh, as a career thing. Uh, that's what I do. And um, the thing is that the thing is that when you look at sponsorship sales, there's plenty of times I've been places and my bosses 
I have a goal, right, that I have to hit. I have a sales number that I have to hit of like, you know, say that I have to bring in $100,000, okay, and I'm sitting at $90,000 and I get a company, a, a health insurance company, to want to come in and give me $15,000. They want to be exclusive, no other health insurance company in there. Um, they want to lock it up for three years. They want to give me $15,000 and boom, I'm going to hit my goal. There's been plenty of times that that type of situation has come up with various brands or categories or whatever, and my boss has come to me and said, no, you can't do that. I don't want that money. I'd rather hold out and wait and get a bigger deal from a, a, a bigger health insurance company later on to be exclusive. So I'm not going to do that. So don't do that deal. I don't want you to do it. There's been plenty of times that my bosses, I've brought to them money and said, hey, this this is what this person wants to do, and they haven't approved it, and I've had to move on and, and not bring in that money. And then if I don't hit my goal, Okay, I don't hit my goal, but it's because they told me not to do so, and that helps me in that process. I've, I've always hit my goal um, at this point, but there's been times where I've been worried that I might not, and when I am, there's been plenty of times that I just keep track of, hey, you told me to do this. You told me to lose. I have this on record or whatever. You know, you get it in a text message. You record it. You, you do whatever. And you say, look, these are the reasons that, you know, I didn't win. These are the reasons that I didn't perform to the level that you wanted in sales. Same thing as coaching. These are the reasons why I didn't get enough wins on the football field because, you know, you told me to, to lose. Um, and the reason why that bosses and owners and managers and things like that do this is because it's to skip short-term gain for long-term goals. Okay. If your long-term goal and you believe your long-term goal is going to be, we need to get a franchise quarterback in here. What's the easiest way to do that? You either do it in free agency or you do it in the draft. How do you do it in the draft? You lose, you lose a bunch of games, you get a franchise quarterback to come in and then you build around him. Right. And that's what Stephen Ross wants to do. Um, but th this happens all the time. They're, they are business people, okay? Um, they're business people, and they want to skip short-term goals, uh, short-term gains, and hit long-term goals. And that's what they're trying to do in this process of losing. So I don't understand. That, to me, this is a more common practice than people are willing to admit. If people want to sit there and say and act like, oh, this doesn't happen all the time. This doesn't happen every year. Like, you're foolish. This happens all the time every single year with different teams all the time okay um you can't tell me the jaguars coach or the jaguars uh owner was like frustrated when they won that last game of the season until you know they still ended up getting the number one seed like the, he was he was sweating bullets at that point so you know you can't tell me that that didn't happen okay so this happens all the time again i don't see how it's a discrimination thing um and i don't see how you would sue over this either because Again, it's a it's a common practice. It's it's what the owner's trying to tell you to do. The owner's telling you, the boss is telling you, don't do this, and you're doing it. Um, so yeah. Anyway, saying uh, the next part, uh, he says the Dolphins owner also wanted him to break rules by recruiting supposedly Tom Brady. Um, so they were on a yacht. They were trying to court a quarterback that was under contract by another team, trying to get him to want to come to them. And Flores apparently walked off the yacht. He left the conversation, so he didn't break rules. Okay. Awesome. That's absolutely fine. That's absolutely in his right. He should have done that. And great job by him because other guys would have listened to their boss and done that. That's breaking rules and that's breaking policies of the governing body of what you work for. Awesome. That's great. He did what was right there and I applaud him for that. That's fantastic. Okay. But again, how's it discrimination? Because ultimately, look at what we're seeing here. Steven Ross wanted you to lose games. Okay, this is what you're saying. You're saying he wanted you to lose games. You did not listen. You did not want to lose games. You wanted to win right now. So you did not want to listen to your boss 
and go for the long-term gain because you wanted short-term gain of winning games right now, okay? That's what you wanted. That's not what your boss wanted. That's not the direction that he wanted the company to go. And then you, so you don't lose those games that he tells you to lose. And then what happens is you want, he wants to go get this franchise quarterback to come in and and change the organization and, and make the team really good overnight, right? Which is what happened when Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay. And you walked away and didn't let that happen. You walked away and was in the way of that. So when the owner's looking at it, he's going to sit there and say, that's two things that I wanted you to do that I think would have led to our team's overall success. Either getting a franchise quarterback through the draft by losing games or bringing in a stud quarterback through free agency by getting you know, a leg up on the, the competition by recruiting him before we should be able to. Okay. You did not do so in both situations. Now, yes, it was breaking the rules, and Stephen Ross, for him, it would be breaking the rules to do that. But Brian Flores, you did not do what he wanted you to do for in in what he sees as team success. For him, the long term success success is getting that franchise quarterback, that staple person that you want in that position. And Brian Flores, you have been a barrier to that in in what Stephen Ross is seeing. Right now, again, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with losing games. I don't agree with breaking policies and crap to go after Brady. Like, there's a reason these rules are in place. Um, so I don't agree with Stephen Ross. I don't like Stephen Ross. I've never liked Stephen Ross as an owner. I I can't stand Stephen Ross as an owner. Um, so by all means, I am not defending Stephen Ross by any chance. Um, it is horrible that this is how he looks at things, and he you know wants to you know really just destroy the the nfl by doing this because it's it's not fair it's not right to to lose these games on purpose and stuff but there's other owners that do it there's other owners that do it out there it just happens all the time okay so anyway you're getting upset and you're saying this but again i don't see how you not wanting to break the rules when your owner is trying to tell you to break the rules and he fires you i don't see how that's discrimination he would probably do the very same thing with a white coach. And we can't see it because there wasn't a white coach in that position. So if you want to sit and let a bunch of white coaches coach the NFL and see all the reasons they get fired for, so we have more examples to know if it's fair or not, fine, we can do that. But then that's less chances for black coaches to get in the NFL. Like Just because this opportunity for a, a bad person, a, a person who's willing to go against moral, morally good things, you know, wanted you to do certain things that weren't moral in your eyes and you didn't do it, he fired you. It happens all the time in the real world. It really does. Um, outside of sports. It happens all the time outside of sports. So, um, you know, kudos to him for walking away and getting off that yacht and not breaking the rules. That is exactly what he should have done. I have a lot of um, a, a lot of respect for him for doing that. But again, I don't see how that's discrimination. Because he's literally, on two occasions now, on the two things we talked about that he's suing for, blatantly did not listen to what his boss wanted. And he got fired. And he's saying it's discrimination now. So it's just a little different to me when you look at that. Okay? Now, next. This is something I think he has a reason to sue for. Okay? Um, 100%. But it, it wouldn't be discrimination. Again, Flores... Maybe they did. Maybe other places, other teams, owners didn't want to hire you, but they interviewed you anyway because of the Rooney Rule, okay? Which the NFL has in place because they're trying to make the best efforts. So, like, 
they're trying. So I don't think you're going to win a lawsuit because the NFL is trying to make those efforts with the Rooney rule. If it's not working, I mean, that's fine. They just need to try and come up with something else. But um, they are trying to have these initiatives. But maybe people didn't want to hire you and they interviewed you anyway because they hear that you don't listen to ownership. They hear that you don't listen to managers. They, they hear that you don't listen to what the owners want. And you don't. Okay? They probably interviewed you instead of other black candidates because they knew who they wanted and they didn't want to interview someone who could make it a tough decision for them. Ultimately, these owners, they're business people. Okay? They're businessmen. They want good business. That means tanking at times to improve long-term goals for their teams. That that comes along with it, okay? But they are businessmen, and a part of businessmen is like at some point when you're so high up in business, you just need to be able to make quick, easy decisions and go, 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 okay? You can't get bogged down in decisions and spend so much time on them because it, it you lose track of everything else going on, right? So maybe... If you look at it, again, there's reasons that this isn't discrimination. There's plenty of reasons to look at it as not being discrimination. Now, yes, you can look at it and say it is. But to me, so far, what we've seen, there's nothing that dictates this is discrimination. It's point blank, flat out discrimination. It, it's not. This is how he's viewing it. This is his opinion and how he's seeing it because his pride was hurt because his feelings was hurt because they interviewed him and they knew they were going to go with someone else, which, again, happens all the time in the real world uh, outside of sports. So... Again, maybe people didn't interview, didn't hire you because you don't listen to owners. You don't listen to what they want. You want to win now, no matter what. You're stubborn and don't want to do what they tell you to do, even though they see the best interest in their company might be to lose right now. You're not willing to listen. Okay? So they'd rather interview you, someone they know they're not going to go with because of your personality and because your your stubbornness to listen to what owners want, even if it's going against morals, I get it. Like that's absolutely fine and and absolutely true. But it's not discrimination. It's a fact that you're not listening, right? Um, you're not listening to what they want. You're not doing what they say. Anyone will fire you over that out in the world. Like that's just how how it works. Um, but this is not discrimination to me. Now, 100%, I think you do have a reason to sue. When Stephen Ross tried to get you to break NFL policies, you have 100% reason to sue the Miami Dolphins. 100%. You should have every reason in the world to sue the Miami Dolphins. Absolutely. Because you were fired. You, there's reasons that you were fired. There's reasons that came up. There's reasons that Stephen Ross was not you know, buddies with you and he disagreed with you a lot. And one of those reasons, because he tried to have you go against NFL policies and break policies to get someone to come play for your team. hundred percent. You have every reason to sue for that. So, so he should be willing to sue for that. Again, it's not discrimination, but it, it he should be able to file that suit against the Miami dolphins and should be able to uh, get some money back for that because Arguably, you can say he was fired because his team didn't have success because he wasn't willing to break policies to get Tom Brady to come play for that team. And Stephen Ross easily could have held that chip on his shoulder and said, no, you know what? We didn't win because we don't have the talent and you didn't help me get the talent. So I fired you for that reason. But you you didn't help me recruit somebody when I couldn't have when I shouldn't have been able to recruit them. Right. So it's very, that's very upsetting. Um, that is something you should be suing for. Um, again, it's not discrimination, but it is Stephen Ross tried to force you to do something you're not supposed to do. 
okay? So, absolutely, he should have every reason in the world to sue for that. Um, again, I'm not a Steven Ross fan. I do not like him as an owner. I can't stand the guy. Um, I, I look at him the same way as Snyder for the Washington football team. Like, both of them need to go. Um, I, I just don't like it. So, just so y'all are aware, I do not like him at all. But companies always tank at times for long-term goals. If coaches don't come forward, it's not because they didn't do it. Okay, it's not because they didn't do it. If white coaches don't come forward and say, oh, well, yeah, we've been paid to lose games, blah, blah, blah. It's not because they didn't do it. Okay, it's just because they're not willing to come out and say it. Okay, analysts say remove Stephen Ross if all this is true. Okay, well, if, that, if that's true, if, if this comes out that Stephen Ross tampered in the recruiting of Tom Brady and all this stuff, and the NFL does remove Stephen Ross, you need to remove Daniel Snyder because of what he did. Okay, you need to remove him first before any of this happens to Stephen Ross. Stephen Ross, nothing should happen to him either because black discrimination and women degradation are equal moral issues going on across the world, okay? And so both of them are equal. And so if you're going to remove one owner for one of these issues, you need to remove the other for the other issue. That's that's just my thought on that one. I know there were some analysts saying, you know, if this comes out and Stephen Ross did do these things, he should be removed as an owner. Daniel Snyder needs to be removed as well because black discrimination, again, discrimination in general, whether it's black, gender, whatever, they're equal moral issues. So if you're removing an owner for one, you need to remove an owner for another. And that's why Daniel Snyder should need to go as well. Okay. Anyway, again, like we said, um, he does have reasons to sue. It, it, it's not discrimination. I, I don't know what, you know, why it's viewed as that i mean you know obviously that's a big thing that people are looking for and maybe it's something that people are trying to focus on and look for now instead of you know they're seeing it they're they're not really seeing it but they're looking for it and they're they're making it there um i i don't see why it's discrimination i do see that there are moral issues here there are things that he should be suing for like the recruitment of a player when he's under contract like you have an owner trying to get you to break nfl policies 100% you should have every reason to sue for that. So um, that's the big thing here. Yes, it's a big issue in the NFL with with discrimination when it comes to coaching and things like that. Not because they are discriminating, but just because there's not enough black coaches in the NFL. And I know people are saying that left and right. I mean, ultimately, owners are going to hire who they're going to hire. They're going to put them in positions, um, you know, because of who they like, because of what they want, because of, you know, what they think is going to be best for their short-term and long-term goals, for the organization, um, you know, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you fix it. It, it, it does need to be changed. It needs to be shifted. Um, I think, um, you know, diversity is, is something that needs to happen everywhere and it's a great thing, but I mean, it's not even just a great thing. Like it just needs to have, it's just moral, right? Um, th there's no reason that someone's skin color or their gender or how they look should dictate, you know, business decisions or what you think about them or, or how it affects their livelihood. So um, I do hope it gets fixed. I hope that this this does get fixed. I hope that there, uh, there are more black coaches in the NFL moving forward. But I don't, I don't know how to fix it. I, I don't see it. Um, you know, it, it's really tough because, again, at the end of the day, you can't force an owner to hire someone they don't want to hire. You can't make them hire someone. Um, yeah, so for Brian Flores, I mean, 
you know, I, I get all this coming out. Maybe there's more things that's going to come out. Maybe there's more details we don't know. <clears throat> we don't know about. But for everything that I've seen so far, um, I don't see anything that says it's discrimination. Um, I, I just don't see that. I do see that he does need to sue Miami Dolphins and their owner, Stephen Ross. 100%. Um, not because of discrimination, but because um, they tried to make him... They... they tried to get him to break NFL policies. Um, but ultimately, if you look at it from Stephen Ross's viewpoint, it's not discrimination from him because he's sitting there just trying to get the best team on the field. And he had his best team. The, the last time he remembers them being good was when Dan Marino was there. So they need to go get a Dan Marino, a franchise quarterback. And he's trying every way possible to get that. And every way that he tried, Brian Flores was in the way of that. That's why he ultimately got fired. So just a different way to look at it. Again, it's not saying that there's not discrimination here. It might be there, but from everything that's come out so far, I don't see how it's discrimination. Um, I don't see how it is so far. Now, again, maybe there's other things that come out, and maybe it gets there. But right now, all the things that have happened, it's business decisions that happen in in the world, you know, everywhere, all the time. There are things that have happened to me um, plenty of times, and it's a common practice everywhere. So, um, yeah, it's a tough issue. It's a big topic right now, and appreciate you guys for tuning in, listening. Uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Um, you know, let, let us know your thoughts. Let us know if there's something we're missing here or a piece of news that we haven't heard. But so far, the details, you know, what we went through, what we talked to you about, uh, I, I, don't, I don't see it as discrimination. It's more so that, yeah, there's a lot of more. There's a lot of things that he was told to do immorally in that job that he didn't feel right about. He got fired for it, and now he's having a tough time getting a job somewhere else because he's the guy that won't listen to ownership. Um, that that's really what this boils down to. And yes, he does have a reason to sue if he he was in fact trying to be pushed to break NFL policies to get a Tom Brady or something like that. So. That, that'll be it for today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Again, Aurora and I are travel agents specializing in Disney, Universal, Royal Caribbean, Carnival Cruise Line, SeaWorld, uh, Sandals Resorts. Uh, so feel free to reach out to us for your next set of magical memories. And, uh, you know, our information will be below. Our email will be below um, in the details of the podcast. So thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you again next week.